I spoke to a woman last night, Nikki, it was really interesting. She's been in retail sales for like 20, 30 years, and she now wants to do event planning for, uh, for charities. And she's so clear that this is her new role, her, her, her new job. She doesn't see the way to do it, but she knows this is, this is the way to do it. So one of the things I want to talk to your listeners about is if there's something that re- rings deeply, deeply true for you, you know, that your soul just goes, yeah, that's it. And you don't know how to do it. Of course, you don't know how to do it because you've never done it before. But that's not the reason to not go for it. Start with tiny, tiny little steps and move in that direction. And, you know, the resilience that will come to you, the energy that will come to you. My wife keeps saying with respect to Project Heaven on Earth, which I will answer your question here. You know, she said, you keep talking, talking, talking to people who say, you know, the same thing over and over. And she said, you never get tired of it. And I went, well, no. I, it never even dawns on me to get tired. I, I'm excited. It's always the first time. It's always new. It's always something I'm so passionate about. Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I am your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, do we have an amazing, exciting guest lined up for you today. This is a man that I met nearly 25 years ago when I was but a young pup early on in my career. And he was introduced to me by two very dear people, Janet and Jonathan Kramer. And at the time, he had been one of the top business advisors and consultants on the planet. He'd worked with companies that were global brands and icons like Labatt, which was bought by Interbrew. And I think he was actually a part of making that happen. This is a man who has been a a spiritual force for good, yet also a business titan. I am speaking, of course, of none other than the one, the only the legendary Martin J. Root. Welcome to the show, Martin. <laughs> what a fabulous introduction. I think you're the first person who's ever used my middle initial in an interview. Thank you. A pleasure to be with you, sir. Oh, the pleasure, my friend, is all mine, I'll tell you. So, Martin, you're someone that our listener is going to be super excited to learn from. Our listeners are coaches and consultants. And the main reason they listen to the show is because they want to grow their business. They want ideas from our fabulous thought leader experts on how they too can grow their business. So for them to understand who you are, they need to know your backstory. Tell us your backstory. How'd you become the great Martin J. Root? Um, (laughs) I still love that. (laughs) I'm too busy laughing to do the interview. Um, I always had a notion, Nikki, that I could change the world ever since I was a kid. I remember I sitting on the front porch of my 
my home reading like two or three newspapers every day to find out what's going on in the world. And then I, I met a guy who was doing a, a workshop on vision, vision, personal responsibility, commitment, terms that I'd never heard of that I really loved. I was in Toronto at the time. I flew down to Chicago, took the course and just blew me out of the water. And I said, this is what I want to do. I'm going to take this back to Canada. And he said, what? I said, well, I don't care what you say. I'm going to take it back to Canada. So he said, okay. And eventually he trained me and I would do this uh, workshop called the success factor in which people looked at what they wanted in life and their personal life, their business life, the world, not from their mind, not from the limited perception or box of, you know, called this is what I think I can do, or this is what I've done in my life before, but rather from their soul, from their, their deep, you know, internal vision. And people would write these incredible goals and go out and, and just, you know, clean up old issues and start new businesses and, and move from one career to another. And I, I just, I loved it because it was setting people on fire, really, in the most, you know, their spirits were on fire. Then I went into a funk and I didn't know what it was about. I had spoken at Harvard at the business school four times. I'd spoken in Hong Kong to joint meetings of the Canadian American Business uh, Councils there, centers of commerce there. And I went into a funk. I didn't know why. And I was at a retreat center north of Toronto and I had this, this idea came into my head. It's about God. And I thought, oh my God, you can't say that. You can't talk about spirituality, God. Ugh. You know, so I, I just, I shut that down. And everybody in Toronto at the time said, you can't do this. You can't do this. You'll lose your reputation. You know, you're a successful business consultant, workshop leader. That summer I went to Los Angeles and I spoke with a whole bunch of folks there, friends, all of whom said, go for it. And the juxtaposition between everybody in Toronto saying, no, 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 and everybody in Los Angeles saying, yes, 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 it was so clear, so black and white. And I said, okay, the issue is I'm afraid of what you're going to think of me if I were to introduce the, the subject of spirituality in the workplace. And I said, I'm not going to let fear govern my life. And so I came back and I began to explore this idea of what is spirituality and work. Now, in my consulting work before that, you know, I'd, I'd done work on vision with, uh, as you said, Labatt Brewery, Marion Merrill Dow, Consumer Pharmaceuticals, Sony Pictures, Virgin Records. I mean, major, major corporate players at the senior levels. And now I wanted to talk about spirituality and work. And uh, I remember a guy who will, who will go unnamed, but a very huge developer in Toronto at the time, we were talking about, no, no, this won't work, this won't work. But I was deeply committed to this because there was something about how could we unleash people's spirit at work, not by, not by imposing a definition called this is spirituality, I know what it is and you don't. That's never going to go anywhere. But rather, how do I evoke spirituality in you if you chose? And I mean, if you didn't choose, you didn't choose. That's fine. I wasn't going to impose it on you. And, and I made what for me I thought was this pretty massive uh, discovery, which is the reason people are afraid of spirituality and work is because it lives in their mind as an answer. I have the answer. I know what it, it, spirituality is. You don't. I'm going to shove this down your throat. And I said, no, no, no. What if spirituality is an inquiry? And here's the analogy. As a business person, 
Every day at work, you ask the following inquiry. How do I make my business more successful? Why that's important, why it's an inquiry as opposed to a closed question, let me just make that distinction. So a closed question is, what's two and two? The answer four, closed, questions closed. What's the capital of Canada? Ottawa, question closed. But an inquiry is, how do I make my, my business more successful? How, you know, what's beauty? What's love? And those questions go on and on. And so a business person asking the question, how do I make my business more successful? They understand that inquiry. And so I just said, look, if you want another inquiry, how do you make your business more spiritual? And so part of the, the work then was to get this new conversation into the workplace. And um, I helped launch many conferences around the world, not me only, but with others. I helped launch uh, a center for spirituality in the workplace, the first in Canada, at the St. Mary's Business School in, in Halifax, the Sobey School of Business. And so that was going on really well. And then about 20, 25 years ago, I was going to do this talk on spirituality and work at a keynote address at a conference in Santa Fe. And I said, if every business in the world is spiritual, however we define that, is that what you want? And I said, no. If we can transform business because business is the temporal power in the world, we could transform the world. And then this thought came into my head, oh, you mean heaven on earth? And I thought, oh my God, you can't say that. And I thought, well, wait a minute. We can certainly talk about the hells on earth, can't we? That's a permissible conversation. Why can't we talk about heaven on earth? Why can't we talk about the kind of world that we truly long for in a way that, that people discover what that is for themselves and begin to take small actions. So that's, uh, well, what else have I not said? I, I did a lot of work, done a lot of work on dialogue between conflicting parties. I was the co-author of the New York Times business bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul at Work. Uh, and now our new book, uh, or my new book, Project Heaven on Earth. That's an incredible backstory. So you're a man who's, had a very successful business career. You had an epiphanous experience. Yep. You had a transformational moment that led you to uncover your purpose. And you followed that purpose to the point where you got past the naysayers and you got right to the heart of the matter. And People have responded to your message. To me, that's the epitome of thought leadership. You've created uh, what we call world-class intellectual property, right? Now, mm -hmm. it came through you, to you through God, but nonetheless, it's your intellectual property. You've created it. It's something nobody else had done. You found a way to identify a, a niche market that believes in your message, wants your message, is hungry for your message. Your yes. message is very niche right? You stand out as a preeminent expert, right? You're yep. not a me too guy. You're like a whole bunch of other people, right? <laughs> For sure. No pun intended uh, with that. No, but, no. A lot of people have said that. No, that's true. Yeah. That's but, true. but that's what it is. And then you, you're also, you've leveraged doing this just in a traditional consulting manner mm -hmm. to multiple ways of doing it, which opens up new audiences for you and also opens up new streams of income for you. So as far as I'm concerned, 
you're a thought leader's thought leader. You know, so let's talk about this wonderful new book that you've created. I've got a copy of it right in front of me. It's called Project Heaven on Earth, The Three Simple Questions That Will Help You Change the World Easily by Martin Root. They're missing the J on the cover of this book, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, t- I'll get Jeff Bezos on the call. On the there line you go. Thank Co-author you. of the New York Times bestseller, <clears throat> Chicken Soup for the Soul at Work. So why don't you walk us through this book and how it can help our listener in their quest to, you know, make a difference, but also to grow their business? The um you know, it's interesting hearing you. <clears throat> Before I answer this, your question, you said something that's really interesting. The, the three major events in my life, the, the intuitive in-breakings, were um, the, the stuff on vision, the stuff on spirituality and work, and now the stuff on Project Heaven on Earth. All of them like just came to me. I wasn't looking for them. And they rang so deeply true for me that I said, I'm going to follow this. And in one sense, I think that's a very entrepreneurial thing to do. So for people who are listening, you know, there may in their lives or now come something they go, you know what, this is, I got to do this. I spoke to a woman last night, Nikki, it was really interesting. She's been in retail sales for like 20, 30 years, and she now wants to do event planning for uh, for charities. And she's so clear that this is her new role, her, her, her new job. She doesn't see the way to do it, but she knows this is, this is the way to do it. So one of the things I want to talk to your listeners about is if there's something that re- rings deeply, deeply true for you, you know, that your soul just goes, yeah, that's it, and you don't know how to do it, of course you don't know how to do it because you've never done it before. But that's not the reason to not go for it. Start with tiny, tiny little steps and move in that direction. And, you know, the resilience that will come to you, the energy that will come to you. My wife keeps saying with respect to Project Heaven on Earth, which I will answer your question here. You know, she said, you keep talking, talking, talking to people who say, you know, the same thing over and over. And she said, you never get tired of it. And I went, well, no. I, it never even dawns on me to get tired. I, I'm excited. It's always the first time. It's always new. It's always something I'm so passionate about. So I hope that you know makes a difference to, to the listener. Let me now now go to your your question about Project Heaven on Earth. You you said walk you through the book, right? And yeah, said, absolutely, right. I mean, we're here to talk about the book, so let's do yeah. it. Yeah. So the book is called Project Heaven on Earth, but you can also read it another way. If you look at the cover, Nikki, it says. Project heaven on earth. Project heaven on earth. That's fascinating. The word project is both a noun and a verb. Wow. It's about your being projecting the kind of heaven on earth you want. And I'm going to help your listeners discover what that is for them in this interview. And it's also project heaven on earth, the noun, you know, because once you... Once you know what this is about for you, you'll want to go out and start doing it. So the book is, let me tell you how I came to this. I did not like the sufferings that I saw in the world. And I didn't like, in in a larger context, I didn't like the narrative, the story of the world, which is there always have to be, in essence, hells on earth, war, poverty, hunger. And that seemed to be stupid to me. I mean, 
it's hurting people for no good reason. We got ourselves into this mess and I know we can get ourselves out. So how do we do that? Well, it's more than just a vision. It's really your definition, not mine, but your definition of what heaven on earth is for you. And Nikki, if if you'll permit me, I want to take you through the three heaven on earth questions. I don't think I did this before offline with you, did I? No, I'd like that. I'd like that. Are you willing? Okay, good, 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 good. And I'm going to, after I, I'm going to say each question twice. And I'm going to just pause for a second to give your listeners, uh, you can, you know, listeners can put the podcast on hold just while they answer the questions themselves. All right. So here's question one. Recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth. Recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth. What was going on? Well, when my, when my first child was born, my son, I I was in the room when it happened and it was an otherworldly experience. It was like I was observing myself observing his birth. Mm. And I I felt I felt very light inside my body. I felt happy, relieved, scared, <laughs> um and excited. All at once. Yeah. Very clear. I mean, I'm in that room with you. All right, that's question one. Question two, you have a magic wand. Imagine you have a magic wand. If you have a pencil or a pen, just pick it up, or spoon. You have a magic wand, and with this wand, you can have heaven on earth. What's heaven on earth? So imagine you have a magic wand, and with it, you can have heaven on earth. What's heaven on earth for you? Perfect health for me, for my youngest son, who's uh, he was born with a uh, a congenital issue. Uh, his windpipe was narrow. Um, perfect health for my father, who's paralyzed on one side right now. A thriving, growing business, ten million dollars a year plus, um, and the ability to take off three months a year to play and go on vacation and um, the ability to uh, continue to serve people so they win and the ability to uh, continue to support the growth of the free enterprise system. I do what I do is because I believe very strongly in the free enterprise system and when I help People become successful entrepreneurs, successful coaches and consultants. This strength strengthens the foundations of the free enterprise system, and it turns people into advocates, stakeholders, and believers in the free enterprise system. So to me, that's what it would look like. Very clear. Third question. What simple, easy, concrete steps will you take in the next 24 hours to move this forward? What simple, easy, concrete steps will you take in the next 24 hours to move this forward? Well, there is one person I need to follow up with uh, about becoming one of our clients and coming to one of our events, so I'll do that. And then I'll 
There's a program I did a several years ago uh, called the Hoffman Process. Yes. And there's a couple of processes within that program that helps get rid of any drama or negativity. And I need to do a couple of those processes. So those are the two things I'll commit to. Very good. And you're going to follow up with, you may have wanted to follow up with this person already, but what you're going to add to it is, and that doing that is part of my contribution to heaven on earth. Yes. And doing that is part of my contribution to heaven on earth. 100%. And the same with the Hoffman process. Yes. Okay. Now let's go through each question from a larger viewpoint. (coughs) Question one. Recall a time when you experienced heaven on earth, what was going on? And I want to talk about what you didn't do and what you did do. What you didn't do, Nikki, and what nobody does is say or ask, what do you mean by heaven on earth, Martin? Nobody says that, Nikki. Hmm. Everybody does what you did, which is answer the question. In your case, the birth of your son. But how, do you, how can you answer that question without knowing what I'm talking about. It's because you have what I call an already knowing within you about what heaven on earth is. And so when I ask the question, you scan your life and go, oh, well, obviously I was in the, you know, in the room, uh, the delivery room with my wife and my first son was born, boom. You know, everybody has an experience of heaven on earth. That's question one. Question two, here's a magic wand and with it, you can have heaven on earth. The reason that I use the magic wand is to remove the necessity of having to know how, because that's the magic wand's job. And if you don't have to know how, you can go purely into the what, which is exactly what you did. Health for your son, your father, you, you know, business 10 million plus, three months off a year, and increasing, uh, growing the free enterprise system. All of that is heaven on earth for you. Hmm. Very clear. And then the third question, what are you going to do? There's two answers. One is something new that you've never done before to move it forward and or something that you were going to do anyway, but we're just adding the context called, ah, and now this is my contribution to heaven on earth. So the three I like it a lot. (laughs) Thank you. The three questions very, very simply get at, you know what heaven on earth is, you've had an experience, you have a magic wand, and you know what heaven on earth is. When we do, when I do a big seminar, you know, two, three hundred people, and they stand up and share their answers about what heaven on earth is for them, oh my God, you, I mean, it's unbelievable. The depth that people go instantly because people know what it is. And then the third question which is I don't just want to leave you at knowing what heaven on earth is. I want you to actually get engaged now, next 24 hours, to move that forward. Because if, assuming that you do that, and I assume you do, you'll keep your word, you now become an ambassador of heaven on earth and add it to others all around the world who are doing the same in their own way. The purpose of the larger thing being We are consciously changing the story of what it means to be a human and what it means to be humanity. Five or 10 years ago, you heard statements like, you know, the old story is not working. We need a new new story. The old story isn't working. Yeah, parts of it work, but, you know, that's not really working. We need a new story. We need a new story. And we kept 
we kept hearing that over and over and over again, but nobody named the new story. So it kind of went away. I'm saying, here's, if you choose, here's the new story of what it means to be a human and what it means to be humanity. And at this point in our evolution, we now have the ability, we have the technology. You know, I, I did a, a, a workshop the other day with a group in, in Australia. I was in Prince Edward Island, Canada. They were in Brisbane. Well, I actually know. One guy was in Brisbane. They were all over Australia. And one woman was even in, in uh, New Zealand. Clear as a bell, asked them the three questions, blew them away. So this is the dawn. And it doesn't look like that if we look out in the world. You know, there's a lot of turmoil. But think of it it's like the waves on the sea during a storm. They're all turmoil, blah, 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 blah. But if you dive in under the water... There's a peacefulness under that. And so that what this book, Project Heaven on Earth, does is get you in touch with those three questions. It's really, it's a workbook. It's more than just an idea book because, yeah, it's great if you get the idea of heaven on earth, but that for me is not sufficient. I want you to get engaged in a way that only you can, that's unique to you. I mean, assuming you're not going to hurt yourself or others, but engage in a way that's unique to you and get, you know, let's get moving on having the kind of world we deeply long for. Martin, that just blew me away. You know, incredible. How'd you come Thank up you. with this? Well, I told you when I had that insight, you know, come into me that, you know, it's about heaven on earth. I, I just knew. I mean, I knew it was like, oh. Yeah, okay, I get it. And I started to talk. I'm not a big reader. I'm a more of an interactor, a relationship person. So I would come to you and I say, you know, tell me about heaven on earth for you. And and I would watch your reaction. And some of the things I was saying to you, you know, weren't clear. So I'd have to go away and think more about it. And I keep coming back to you until, until I could say it in such a way that you would get it. And what began to emerge out of talking to, I don't know, thousands of people were these three questions. And, and I began to see how if you ask those three questions, they get it. And it's not, notice that I did not tell you what heaven on earth is. That's imposing. That would never work. I evoked it from you because I believe it's already in you. You know, and I want to make this normal conversation in the world. I'll be, you know, I'd be able to come up to you and say, oh, hi, Nikki, what are you doing for heaven on earth? And you go, I'm doing this, this, and this. And you'd say, Martin, what are you doing for heaven on earth? And I'd say this, this, and this. And that would be it. I got to tell you, I'm processing this whole experience. It's, <laughs> I'll be quiet then. It's, it's deeply moving. It, it's more of an experience than it is something to think about. Yeah. It's something that comes from deep in the wellsprings of my soul. That's accurate. Yeah. Huh. And yet it's this brilliant piece of thought leadership. And the people who listen to this show, they want to grow their business first and foremost and they are fascinated by thought leaders like you and how you've developed the business end of your thought leadership. And it seems to me that what you've done, Martin, is you've been true to your soul. You haven't tried to be something you're not. Your expertise has come from deep 
within your individual soul level DNA blueprint. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I, yeah, I think that's true. So, and, and what I want to say to the listeners is you can do the same thing. You know, and, and the other thing you, you said, which was, you know, your listeners want to grow their business. I did an interview with a management consultant in Sweden, and she has added a fourth question, which is, again, with a magic wand, imagine you have a magic wand. What's heaven on earth for your business? Yeah, that's good. That's really which good. I, a brilliant question. That's really, brilliant really question. good. It is a brilliant yeah. question. It is a brilliant, brilliant question. I mean, it can be applied in, you know, your family, your your country, your, um, well, there's, we'll go into it in a second, but there are other aspects of your life, your, your family, your, your relationships, your work, your, your nation, your world, um, your health. You can apply these questions to any section that you want. So imagine that your business was making money and was helping contribute to heaven on earth. I think a lot of people would be tremendously turned on by that. A lot of people would be tremendously turned on by that. And yeah. in our program, in E-Circle Academy, we say that you're here to grow your business, but you're also here to make your dent in the universe, yeah. to live a life where you are authentically expressing who you are. You're making an impact. You're making a difference. Every human being wants this. You know, Nancy Duarte and Donald Miller really work with story in marketing, story in communicating to potential audiences for a business. And in every business's story, there's a hero. Well, who's that hero? That hero's your customer, right? And that customer, that customer has a challenge that they're faced with, something they have to solve. But that challenge isn't just an external challenge, like I want to grow my business or I want to improve my relationship or save my marriage or lose 100 pounds or whatever it might be. That challenge is also a soul-level challenge. It's a why-am-I-here-level challenge. What difference am I here to make-level challenge? And, 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 and it's something that we all wrestle with. We all have some angst. And that angst is, am I good enough? Am I worthy enough to live the life that I've imagined I should be leading? And the answer is always yes. But our job as business people, our job as coaches, our job as consultants is to help our customers see that, yes, they're worthy. And yes, there's a way to do this. And we're the ones who have the solution for them. Another phrase that was used years ago was doing good and doing well. It's a good phrase. Heard it once or twice before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the other phrase I heard recently was make, making a lasting and significant difference or impact, excuse me, making a lasting and significant, significant impact. impact. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, Mark, this is fantastic, and we like to end off every interview by asking you, our expert guest, what are your top three expert action steps, bullet point style, 
that you recommend our listener take on to enhance their life and grow their business? You know, if this interview has touched you, there are a couple of things I'd like you to do. One is to buy the book and go on Amazon. It's called Project Heaven on Earth by Martin Root, R-U-T-T-E, so Project Heaven on Earth. You can visit my website, projectheavenonearth.com. There's a free seven-day course that you can take on a regular blog so you can you know deepen yourself. So the action is, if this touches you, deepen yourself in it. Talk to other people. Ask other people the three questions. Talk about how your business can contribute to heaven on earth and make a profit. It's not either or. And make a profit. And look at what other aspects of your life can you make heaven on earth. And, and to start, you know, the third question, Nikki, is what simple, easy, concrete steps can I take? Heaven on earth, what I've been realizing over and over, starts with the tiniest of steps that you can take because by taking those tiny steps, you enter the game. If you think heaven on earth is too big, I can't do it, game over. If you say this is heaven on earth, the tiniest little step I can take is to make one phone call today. Good, do that. But you've started. And what we want to do is have you start and then have the momentum grow and grow, both the momentum and the acceleration grow and grow. And have the kind of life that you have longed for begin to be made real in the world and have yourself be an example to others of, yes, not only can that be done, I am doing this. Because, you know, somebody said to me the other, the other day, heaven on earth, Martin, is no longer just a good idea. It's now imperative. We have to do this. This is the time. The evolution of the planet has come to this point. Uh, I and others, I'm not the only one, uh, are beginning, have begun to do this. If you look on my website, uh, there are projectheavenonearth.com, there are 63 stories. You look at the story section, 63 little examples of how people are doing this in their business. A tea merchant making a heaven on earth tea, a cafe designing a heaven on earth coffee, a jewelry store giving out the three heaven on earth questions with every purchase, and on and a police officer creating a 16-page manual called heaven on earth for law enforcement, a real estate agency deducting $100 with, with approval from each of their agents and has started a new program called a home for everyone because that was her idea for what heaven on earth would be for homelessness. The creativity is unlimited here. I invite you to engage with this and unleash this creativity and have the yearning for the kind of life and world you want begin to be made real. I love it, Martin. I absolutely love it. So listener, make sure that you go to Amazon and you order not just one copy, not just two copies, but five copies of Project Heaven on Earth or Project Heaven on Earth by Martin Root. (laughs) Keep one for yourself and hand out the other four to the people you love, to the people you work with, to the people that you serve who are your clients. Make sure you do this. This is an amazing book. In fact, Martin, I'm going to buy a whole bunch of copies for our clients. And Lovely. You know what? I'm going to talk to you offline. We're going to, we have an event coming up soon. Perhaps you can help spread the word and then we'll hand out a bunch of copies of your book. 
We can do this. We've done this through Skype with a bunch of people, through uh, Zoom, I should say. It's a wonderful thing. So I'd love to chat with you about it offline. Well, we have a, we have a new contest coming up. I, I can announce it here called The Case for Heaven on Earth. And I'm asking people to buy a case of books from Amazon, which is 20. Uh, if you sign up at projectheavenonearth.com for our free course, you can, you, you'll get a blog or you'll, you'll see a blog, depending on when you listen to this. Um, and um, yeah, we want to take buy it a case. out there. Buy, buy a case. case for our clients. That's a done deal. <laughs> All right, so we'll do that, and maybe that'll entice you to come and speak to our clients about this, our high-level mastermind clients, because I think this is going to help change the world by bringing heaven on earth. So, listener, make sure you do this. And if you're wondering to yourself, can I be like Martin? Do I have what it takes? Can I grow my business? Can I have an iconic impact on the world? The answer is yes, of course. And for you to find out how, here's the first step you need to take. You need to jump on a success call with me or a member of my team. And doing that's really easy. Go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment, ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment, or just go to the homepage, go to the top right-hand corner and click on book your success call. That's all you got to do. It's a trial call. There's no cost to it. And during that call, we're going to show you a plan to train you on how to grow your business. And you're going to love it. And as I said, simple to do, easy to do, ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment or ecircleacademy.com and click on the button in the top right-hand corner. And Martin, it's been an honor having you here on the show. My God, the great Martin J. Root on my show. Who would have thunk it? Thank you, Nikki. I, I, I loved it. I just loved it. I felt a real intimacy with us. And uh, this is a special interview. Thank you. Oh, thank you. The pleasure is all mine. And that wraps up another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. To find out more about today's incredible guest, Martin J. Root, go to the show notes at thethoughtleaderrevolution.com. And to jump on a success call to find out how you can grow your coaching or consulting business, go to ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment. Until next time, goodbye.